0: In a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! Ah! The Top Ten is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! r <laughs> Welcome top 10 fans. It's something we do for the patrons and it's called the realist. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We make it work. Even coronavirus can't stop it from happening. We make this show work. The the realist, but this is a Matt. We should announce it right off the top. I guess this is one of our last realists uh, that we're yeah. going to do. We're going to retire the show. Uh, And uh, we've got an announcement of a new show we're doing, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. Do you want to do it now or just tell them they can listen to Tuesday's show and they'll hear the full explanation?
0: All right. Fine. That sounds good. Uh, uh, Listen to Tuesday's show and you'll find out why uh, The Realist is being retired and what we're replacing it with for you patrons that we think you're going to really, really enjoy.
1: Exactly. We think it's uh, something that even more of you, um, more people will churn through this. And uh, yeah. it'll ease Alex Akos workload. That's right.
0: <laughs> For sure.
1: Because I know he had to put up another post of, hey, everybody flaked on me again. Uh, who wants to be a part of it? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fifteen people join in. It's like, where were you assholes before?
0: Right. That's kind of been our motivation for retiring the list because th- we feel that the fans – uh aren't or the patrons aren't responding as powerfully to the realist to be a part yeah. of the realist people flake and it's a lot of work and effort from Alex Sacco's point of view and also a lot of work and effort for us to do the show is usually 45 minutes and so it just kind of adds to the workload we'd rather do something that's a little more interactive and fun and playful mm-hmm. and uh, you'll hear about it on Tuesday uh, and hopefully uh we'll get the we'll get it off the ground uh in July and it'll be yes. something you all are extremely excited to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. The goal
1: is uh we start this in
0: July. That's why there won't
1: be a relist next month. Right. Uh, June. So these are the last two. And look, we may revisit this show. Yeah, just maybe. To revisit Topic Thunder. Or not Topic Thunder, but uh, Thunderdome. Yeah. Um like it's always a possibility. It's not like this is dead, but we're just like John said, the you know uh the response, for those that want to interact and be on the show, they they flat out love it. And then other people love listening to it, but uh, just don't answer their emails or whatever the case is. Or maybe it's right. just not their cup of tea or they, they can't come up with 10 for whatever the chosen topic is and have to kind of, you know, pass it off to somebody else. So we're trying to get something that gets more people involved week in, week out. Yeah. And we think we've stumbled upon that. And um, yeah. Yeah, we'll need help for that show. And if you'd like to help, you could listen on Tuesday, hear exactly what it is. But uh, email us at top10podcast at gmail, all spelled out. And uh, we'd appreciate the help there and hit us up over there. But as one of our last two relists, we got three amazing people. this. Yes. Week. And our thanks to Mr. Alex Zakos, for helping uh, track down these people and get their list in and send it in to us. Uh, it means the world to us that you help us so much. Absolutely. The one chosen was Nancy Mallory. And she got to pick the topic, and she picked an interesting one, I think, which is Top 10 Fictional Movie Bars or Restaurants.
0: Yes, I wouldn't even know where to start compiling a list like this. So I thought, like you, Matt, I thought it was a brilliant topic for her to come up with uh, that neither one of us have ever counted down. And I wonder if either one of us ever even thought of counting down the Top 10 Fictional Bars or Restaurants. So it's such a great uh, suggestion by Nancy Mallory.
1: Yeah, it's a a unique, interesting one. So hopefully it's a nice, diverse amount of movies, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I can
1: think of a few here and there and be like, oh, yeah, that one had a bar prominently in it. I'm sure. Something like waiting is all basically in
0: restaurants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Office Space has that Friday's, pseudo-Fridays. Sure,
1: sure. And I don't don't know if they did it by the specific restaurant itself. Like, oh, those were the best scenes. That's why they chose it. Or it just has, that's part of the overall story. I guess we'll find out. But Nancy Mallory. Great choice. Yes. It uh, should be a wide array. And then the next two people chosen were James Leggett and Bobby
0: Carney. Yeah, Bobby Carney. Which I believe I went first last time. So do you okay. want James? Sure, I'll take Leggett. I'm, I'm cool with that. Let's um, start us off. Yeah, well, um, and, and like, you know, it's a mini version of the Top Ten Show. We're going to uh, go through these things, and then we'll compile them at the end. And we reserve the right to... Rank them as we see fit. We won't add anything, but we might take away some things. Just letting you know before we start. So, uh, all right. Top 10 fictional bars and restaurants. James Leggett says, hey, Matt and John, glad to be a part of the re-list, And thank you for all your hard work and dedication to delivering quality shows every week, even in crazy quarantine times. This list was a bit tricky, but once I really thought about it, the options all presented themselves. I went with ones that are memorable, iconic parts of the films, but also places I would legitimately like to grab a drink at, even if they are slightly dangerous and full of crazies. Well, that's the okay. best thing. The best bar and restaurant there is, for God's sakes. Uh, All right. Number 10 is the old familiar from the world's end. Uh, Is that on the list? Your list? I am looking. I do not see it. No. Okay. Technically, I had 12 options here since the movie is about them going to 12 different pubs as part of their quote golden mile. But I went with the second bar as that's the one where where we're introduced to Rosamund Pike's character. The way they all fawn over her is really funny. And Martin Freeman as her brother gets a lot of laughs. Um, Yeah, I like this film. I like the sequence. I mean, it's one of those films that you're either in or out when the twist is revealed. Uh, but leading up to the twist uh, I enjoy it because you know we all have those friends who want to rekindle the old days and uh, they just it, the old days are dead and then they're never coming back but you know they want to try to do that uh, because they've kind of maybe not been as successful in life as they they want it to be so uh, but I like the I like the film I like the and it's a great bar it's a pub you know so mm-hmm. uh, shout out to them for putting it in there uh, what about you anything there no
1: uh, I I found the movie. Underwhelming, just because I enjoyed the previous two from what is it, the Cornetto trilogy? Right, the
0: Cornetto trilogy. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I was, I was excited to see it. And then, sorry, it's uh, walking out of it. I was like, ah, oh, that that sucks. Like, <laughs> it wasn't a bad movie, but it nowhere right. hit the highs for the other two. Right. for me personally. Yeah. So I was expect, I was hoping for something different, and it, it was fine. But. Yeah. I don't really. I, I think I've seen bits and pieces since I saw the theater.
0: There but I you go. Whole thing through again. Um, all right, James has uh, his number nine. He has the prancing pony. Is that on your list?
1: Look at that. That is also my number nine.
0: Boom. All right, James says the Fellowship of the Ring. Again, there are many options in Middle Earth that I would love to be a regular at, but this is where we meet Aragorn, aka Strider. What do you got?
1: I'm sorry. I was looking at your list. I don't have this. <laughs> I was scrolled up still just to – because I like to read along with whatever the person says about the movie. Uh,
0: That was brilliant.
1: (laughs) I was looking. I was like, what are the odds? And I looked above it and I was like, he didn't have number 10. Whoops, I'm on the wrong list.
0: Good choice, though. Yeah, it's a it's a damn good choice. And uh, if there's one thing I enjoy about these films, it is the bars and restaurants that they come to. They're very, very old school, uh, medieval British, uh, you know, so it's fun to see them uh, there. Uh, Starting off with two British bars, though, James Leggett here. I'm sensing a pattern. I'm sensing a pattern. Uh, uh, Okay, so his number eight then is Katie's Club Picos in Sin City. Is that in your? I do not have that on my list. Okay. Who wouldn't want to hang out at a bar where Brittany Murphy serves you drinks? Jessica Alba is the stage dancer and Mickey Rourke gets into bar fights. Uh, Absolutely agree. I love Sin City. Uh, it is so goddamn good. And as a lover of the original graphic novel from Frank Miller, I never thought they'd get this right on ca- on on a screen. And damn, if they didn't get it. I mean, I remember sitting in the theater watching. I think it was I saw it at Burbank. Uh, and I was just sitting there, and, and I just was marveling at this fucking movie. I was just – this is – it's just everything I could have ever wanted. Even the stuff they added, the Josh Hart and stuff totally worked. Uh, And I just was shocked because that's why the second one sucks so bad uh, because they just lost the magic of the first one. The first one was so good. Uh, But yeah. uh, So yeah, I would totally hang out at that bar. I might get my ass kicked at one point, but I'd still take the chance of hanging out at that bar. All right. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Number 10. Uh,
1: 10. All right. So I've got to Mr. Bobby Carney. Mm hmm. Right. Uh, Here's my list that I put together. Please let me know if you need anything else. Uh, Hey, Matt and John, thank you for selecting me to be part of this week's top 10 re-list. Things have been crazy here in New York with the coronavirus coronavirus crisis. Mm -hmm. Uh, While it has been very stressful not knowing when life could return back to normal, your show has been a great distraction during these tense times. I'm thankful for all the content you provide and hope that my list makes a great discussion point for the show today. Thank you, Bob. That's cool. Bobby, stay safe out there. We're glad that we are providing you some solace in this uh, troubling times. And and he has the shawarma place from the Avengers.
0: (laughs) It's a great choice. It is. Uh, Do you have it? uh, uh, I do
1: not. I do not. All right. Bobby writes, um, if or when I ever leave New York, I'm going to miss all of the halal and shawarma places throughout the five boroughs. For a place to be so good that it makes all the Avengers stop what they're doing and grab a bite of,
0: it, has to be good. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, after the fight, you know, they all went and got So it's like the post-match yeah. meal, you know, the post-fight match meal. Uh, but, yeah, great choice. Great choice. And, and that was added really late in the production of the movie. So it's it's the perfect button to the to that movie.
1: Well, I think it was a, uh, just a downy ad lib. And then they decided to come back for reshoots. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans is covering his face. I believe he had a beard or something for Snowpiercer. Yeah,
0: yeah, for Snowpiercer, yeah. It's
1: kind of like off, like covering half of it, but it's a it's a the perfect little coda at the end of a movie where they've saved the world from a wormhole opening up and this alien force invading and they're just yeah. so tired. <laughs> it's, it's a great call. I like it. It too. is. I like it. It's a good choice. All right. 9, he's got the leaky cauldron from the Harry Potter series.
0: Oh, uh
1: Nope, not on this list. All right, he says. While I'm not a major fan of the Harry Potter franchise, I am a fan of the world that they've built. Every time I go to Universal, I'm impressed with the immersiveness uh, that the theme park gives fans of the series, and I wish the same could be said
0: for Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it too. I mean, I like uh, we we had when when I worked at Universal in the Harry Potter land for uh, about almost two years. Uh, you had that bar there uh, that was uh, – God, I forget what it's called now. I don't think it's the same. It's like I don't think it's called the Leaky Cauldron, like Three Broomsticks or something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, it's always fun to go into that bar and have a little uh, bit of a drink there and enjoy the atmosphere of the Harry Potter land. You know, I should go back, man. I haven't been there since I left, I don't think. Maybe I should – whenever they open back up again, which I just read as we're recording this that uh, Gavin Newsom is going to start opening up uh, for production next week for film production um, in 53 out of the 58 counties uh, in California uh, and Los Angeles. So hopefully the parks will be open soon. Yeah. Go ahead. Various studios and production
1: companies have been hoarding uh, medical supplies. Wow. Just for this event. Well, they, they need test kits. Yeah. yeah. The face masks and they need all this stuff. Uh, Yeah. Eventually commerce is going to, you know, Newsom has also said that uh, sports, He's not against sports happening in this calendar year.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So the pressure just has to be utterly immense.
0: Oh God! I can only imagine the business leaders are constantly calling him, mm-hmm. trying to get into open things. Yeah, of it, course. It
1: Which makes sense. A lot of the country wants to get back. You want to get back to some sort of normalcy. But sure, sure. Uh, yeah, it's that push and pull. It, you know, basically right. how many lives are we willing to lose? Is the question.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, and what, what's the limit? Yeah, when do when do we cross that line where we have to shut it all down again? Yeah, what's the threshold? Yeah, what's, what's the magic number of deaths that we find unpalatable? Yeah, because we're about to cross a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where do we? Because like when Texas opened back up a couple of days ago, the, the highest rates of infection were on the same day or the day right after. You're not that like everybody got sick that day, but like the testing results had come in and there was the yeah. highest rate. So even there, even though they were pseudo closed, you still had high rates so how much more is it going to be once people like two weeks from now from the places that have opened up and we get yeah. those tests back at, you know and and what have you we'll see man we'll see uh, it's crazy that's for sure but great choice uh, for that having mm-hmm. I mean, the place you want to disappear into certainly and the, the one in Orlando is incredible incredible so uh, shout out to that choice there Bobby so there we go uh, I've actually been to both oh nice yeah yeah um, yeah, I wish I wish Galaxy's Edge was better. Oh yeah, I haven't been to that yet because all my friends told me it was it, disappointing. So I don't know if I want to go and, uh, until much later and it slows down. There's not a lot of crowds, so maybe at some point I'll do that. But everyone says it was kind of disappointing. So there's just not a lot to do. <laughs> so that that sounds disappointing. It <laughs> is walking around. Yeah, yeah, you are. You take it in. I
1: mean, they did an immaculate job creating you right. do feel like in the midst of all this, you are in a separate universe. It's right. pretty impressive, but there's not a whole lot to do unless you want to buy a bunch of crap.
0: Right. Right. Lightsabers uh, and shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's where I think the Harry Potter is superior, the interactive nature of the
0: light, the, the wands. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The kids can go over and cast a spell and then this thing shoots fire. That is crazy fun for like an eight year old. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they tried, they stole aspects of that in their lightsaber rooms and all that. That's if there was no Harry Potter wand room, there would not be the lightsaber droid mm. building uh, stuff. True. I, I don't know. The new ride is supposed to be really good, but then there's only two rides in this really
0: huge area.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one's all right. I've done it, but I don't mm. know if I can do it again type of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I definitely, to me, the Orlando one is better, but you know, everyone's got their own personal cho- choice. Um, yeah.
1: All right, so my number eight is The Ink Paint Club from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, nice. Uh, no, not on this list. All right. He writes, uh, if you're going to get drunk, get drunk with cartoon characters.
0: <laughs> fair,
1: fair. To put it, sure. Uh, it's a good choice. It's like an old uh, kind of cabaret-ish. Well, not really cabaret-ish, but an old, like, 50s Vegas kind of showroom. Mm-hmm. It's got that catwalk out into the middle, and Jessica Rabbit goes out there and sings, you know. Right. A sultry little tune.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good name too. It's funny, like ink and paint clips. It makes so much sense. Just so it makes some old school animation stuff. So yeah, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant name for the for the club. Um, I haven't seen that one in a long time. Uh, I should pop that in sometime and watch it. It must be on Disney Plus, right? Or is it a Warner Brothers? No, that's Disney. Is
1: it Disney? All
0: right. I should probably take. A I'm watch.
1: almost 100 percent certain because I remember the. The fight they had to have to get Bugs Bunny in
0: the movie. Oh, you? right, because it was a Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner, a Warner Brothers, Brothers said yeah. you can
1: have him, but he'll get the, amount, the same amount of screen time that Mickey does. <laughs> they have the same exact amount of screen time. deal. <laughs> but you need them. You need Bugs Bunny for that. Of course,
0: of course. If you're going to do this, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. All right. all right. What do you got at seven? Seven is Pizza Planet from Toy Story.
1: All right. Legitimately. Okay, good. Legitimately. I double checked. I was like, seven on yours, seven on mine. I'm looking at a different list. I'm 100% certain.
0: (laughs) He says, Ever since seeing this as a kid, I always wanted this to be a real place. Uh, Well, it's based on a real place. If you're old enough to remember places like that that used to be around that you could enjoy that were kind of pseudo kids' pizza places, certainly. (laughs) And and I don't mean Chuck E. Cheese. Sorry, man. I
1: believe you mean Pasquale's. How dare you? Or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Bobby wrote Everyone loves pizza. What better fictitious pizza place to put on this list than Pizza Planet? This movie went to theaters in the perfect age to be tempted by fake pizza. While (laughs) the share of good pizza, many places will always be compared to Pizza Planet.
0: True. Very true. Um, All right. What do you got at six? Club Obi Wan from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, good call. Not on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I know this isn't as popular as Raiders or Last Last Crusade, but I still love it. And this opening scene is one of my favorites of the entire series. It's icing on the cake that the name is a Star Wars Easter egg. That's for sure. Uh, It's a little bit more – what do you call it when it's so obvious that it's not an Easter egg? Like it's a pretty obvious thing. Yeah, it is. Right? So Uh, It's it's not like like
1: R2 and uh, C-3PO are part of the hieroglyphics in Raiders.
0: Right, 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 (laughs)
1: right, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, that's a cool Easter egg That's something yeah. you have to see I don't know if they're specifically hieroglyphics But
0: <laughs> Yeah Because I don't Katie think Egyptian there, yeah. in nature
1: uh, But they are in Jordan, aren't they? I can't remember I, I think,
0: so, yeah. third I think one. so But Club Obi-Wan, yeah, I, I remember that It's a cool little club Obviously, it's you know, it's got that uh, f- uh, 40s vibe to it Everybody's in tuxedos Kate Capshaw, I think she's in a red dress Um it's a sequined her. dress, I know that Which Right Because it's got tear in it And he's wearing, isn't he wearing the white tuxedo in this one? And when he goes, yeah, he's in a tux,
1: looking handsome as all hell.
0: Yeah, he's a handsome man. That's for damn sure.
1: Um, Nice choice. All right, what do you got at six? Uh, At six, I've got 10 forward from Star Trek Generations. Oh, really? Okay, go ahead. and he writes, uh, while my memories of Ten Forward mainly come from the television series, the production value and lighting for generations made Ten Forward look the best it has ever been. Mm-hmm. Great interactions between the crew of the Enterprise came and went in within these walls. It's a shame that we had to see her go. Right. Um, okay. So that's the name of uh, the one Whoopi Goldberg
0: is. Right. The GM or the owner or whatever. Right. Right, right. That's why I was. Uh, I mean, I guess we can allow it, but it is a, originally in a TV show first before it becomes in the film. But you know, um, I guess that's. A, but it is in the movie. It is in the movie. Can't deny that. Yeah. So um, the you know motivation seems pure. Yeah. Can't say Kirk shouldn't be considered a hero in film just because he started in TV shows. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Do uh, you want to take a quick break uh, before? Oh, no break. Yeah, we don't break on this one. Oh, we don't break on this one. All right, toss on the top. We're powering forward. All right. Uh what's who's is it my turn or your turn? Uh yours. Okay. Number 5, I have the Bamboo Lounge from Goodfellas.
1: Oh, man, great choice. Not on my list.
0: That's a great choice, right? Scorsese is great at directing scenes of people partying and having a good time and and the Bamboo Lounge is as much a character as anyone in the movie and some of oh, the yeah. best special lines are in that bar. Absolutely agreed. Absolutely agreed.
1: Well, even there's that scene, but it's when they go. They also go back to torch it for the money because they bankrupted it by running the booze out the back, and he is trying to convince. uh, 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 Well, Henry Hill is trying to convince Henry Hill to go on a blind date with him, with ultimately the woman becomes his wife, and he's sir like that following. But (laughs) he knows the whole time. Leota does like I know exactly what you're trying to do.
0: (laughs) What What am I saying?
1: The interaction between the two of them in that first scene is is the best it's one of the lasting from the movie come on andre
0: come on just come with me one time
1: yeah
0: oh yeah good stuff yeah i enjoy it and then uh, of course when they torch it and have to run away they have to drive away because they're too busy arguing in the car it was brilliant um all right what's your five my five i've got the gold room from the shining oh oh nice choice no not other choices yeah not on this list but nice choice uh he writes
1: the Shining, one of the most iconic bars in the history of cinema. Very true. Truth, truth. When I would love to visit, I would begin to fear that the drinks there would make me lose my mind as
0: well as my sobriety. <laughs> well, sure. And both go hand in hand, to be honest yeah. with you, as it goes forward. Uh, great choice. Great choice, man. Um, it's just the,
1: uh, the menacing idea of a apparitional bartender that is the manifestation of evil in this bar. Yeah
0: who's even real you know what i mean yeah right it's all in your head it's all is it all just
1: messing with your you know your mind in this right. good choice yeah oh, but okay. I go there
0: but, I, yeah i would never go there myself absolutely um all right so uh james is number four james leggett's number four is uh the raven from raiders of the lost ark oh okay yeah good choice he says this scene is a perfect introduction to Marion. That's Marion Ravenwood and shows that she can hold her liquor quite well.
1: Well, it's also got the, the guy that burns his hand on the medallion. Yeah. Tote it up. Yeah. It's just like sizzles. And then he, that's what he has to use later. And the this, ah! it's a yeah, it. later on because they only have half of the inscription. Yeah. So they're digging in the wrong place. Uh, so, it's a nice little. It's set up for the the movie going forward too. Yeah, yeah, I Good. like
0: it too. I, I, I think it's well done the way it's introduced. I got a lot of shit because on the uh, on when we did it on the cinephiles, Lost Ark, I kept saying, "This is such a great introduction to Marion Ravenwood," but then you essentially sideline her for most of the movie and turn her into a damsel in distress, and it's super frustrating because she can obviously hold her own, but every fight scene she gets into after this scene in the bar when she's putting people under the table who are three times her size. And she's fighting her way out of the bar is like mm. comical, played for laughs. And yeah, that's true. She's like way tougher at the beginning, and then you just you know throw her into a basket or have her climb on top of Indy's shoulders when the snakes are coming, or you know get put in a white dress by what's his face. Uh, uh, so in in the end, I just didn't think. And and the fight, people are like, oh, the fight at the with the plane. Uh, she does, the, yeah, but it's all an accident because she's uh, you know kind of uh, messing around with the dude in the. Uh, in the cockpit of the plane. So it's not even an intentional thing. It's by accident. So I just felt like she could have been a way stronger part of it, but Hey, it's the eighties. It wasn't really that, that, that it was in, it's an Indiana Jones movie. So, you know, you don't want to yeah. make it a Ravenwood movie. Yeah.
1: I mean, the comedy aspects, that was a whole comedy sequence. Cause of it, course to do yeah. the, you know, with the, the sword and whatnot. Right. Right. It's like, it's all a part of a kind of Keystone copsy ish. Yeah. You know, a sequence there. Yeah. But- true they, they do change they set her up one way and the payoff is different
0: yeah i do people were upset at me on the facebook group uh for cinephiles they're very upset but uh, mm-hmm. i stand by my statement
1: um all right where are we at two year four my four which is rick's cafe in
0: casablanca oh that's a punt we okay a first one yeah yeah not surprising <laughs> true very true uh number three for james's list is the basement tavern from inglorious bastards Ooh, not on my list. Okay. He said, Matt, I'm deeply sorry that you're unable to have the right opinion on inglorious Bastards.
1: Well, this we're season. done with your list, James. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. How dare
0: you insult me? Sir, don't come on this show and insult yeah. one of its main Well, host. With all the
1: British shows, I think you're only doing that because you know you're like 5,000 miles away and you <laughs> get the boots from me. So go ahead and keep yapping. But when we come back to London, James, I'm assuming that's where you're at. Dude, as the punks say, you're getting the boots.
0: <laughs> We're going to pull James up on stage. Uh, this scene is my favorite of any Tarantino film. It builds so brilliantly, and I still get tense when Fastbender holds up his three fingers and you know all hell is about to break loose. Yeah, I agree, man. This scene is one of the best scenes in the movie. I think it's um, the most tense-filled scene uh, this side of the opening scene of the movie uh, because it escalates – and escalates and you know that they're just like it's it's like walking across the edge of a cliff with half your foot on the edge and half your foot on the ground and you're just like like teetering the whole time and then when you finally get pushed over all hell breaks loose so it's just uh, a fantastic scene in the movie absolutely
1: no it's great This this and the bastards that's what i like about this movie (laughs) right right half that that i don't care for yeah yeah
0: the hitler death uh all right what's number three
1: uh, three. I've got Dorcia from American Psycho. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not on this list, but yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Mister Carney writes. Just because we never see it doesn't mean it's not great. Mm-hmm. Between Patrick Bateman and his struggles to find a reservation at Dorcia become my main highlight of this dark comedy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, okay. the exclusivity, trying to get in, a very New York type of thing, and
0: L.A. and any mm-hmm. real city. Uh, with I the- like. I like his logic, Matt. He's like, just because you can't get in doesn't mean it's not great. He's yeah. Well, I mean, every mover and shaker
1: is trying to get a seat there. To make number three though, that's interesting because you do never see it. You don't spend any time. They they go to another restaurant uh, in that. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah, I remember that. Um. All right. So then he has number two. James does. It's the Moss Isley Cantina. That is my number one. That is Bobby's number one. All right. All right. I'll read what James says, and then Bobby can take it away here. Uh, this this is I, this is iconic Star Wars for many reasons. We're introduced to Han Solo. We see Obi-Wan use the lightsaber, the great Han shot first debate that will probably never end. But on a personal note, I especially love it because my mom, who could not care less about Star Wars, likes it simply for the music. There you go. All right.
1: All right. Uh, Bobby, whose opinion is more correct than James. Just in general, you know what I mean? Overall, you can feel it. The New Yorker and American through and through. Off, <laughs> through <gray> and Blue. <coughs> That's what yep. I like about the guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he writes When I was sent the topic for the re-list, this was the first place that popped into my mind. It was that simplicity mixed with nostalgia that made me want to put this wretched hive of scum and villainy at the top.
0: <laughs> Great reference. Uh, yeah, most idly makes my list for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands it's down. Yeah. Hands down. And probably around this area on the list for me, at least. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, it's the introduction to Han, but being an outpost, we go to Tatooine so many times within yeah. the context of the Star Wars universe. True. Uh, so it's part, you know, I, I know where that is as opposed to whatever that rave club was on Coruscant. I don't know where yeah.
0: that is. Yeah, right. Good point. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm trying to think if there are any other bars. Well, there's that stupid diner scene from Attack of the Clones. It's just terrible. I'm not talking about that, dude. That's a
0: terrible... So they experienced the 50s as well? The establishing shot, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, just from the establishing shot, in my mind, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? And you go in, you're like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Well, it'd be be one
1: thing if it was just the aesthetic, but then the actress has like a, you know, Charlie 615 type of... Right, like okay, I don't understand why why this is happening in this world, <laughs> but who yeah. maybe they went through the same thing. It's not the '50s to them; it's the '90s of the three thousand
0: seven hundred. <laughs> I think there's no forget. homage to that. Who knows? I think people forget some of the choices Lucas made in those prequels now because everyone's clamoring for him to come back. I'm like, you guys forget some of the choices he made here. They weren't that strong. No, but at
1: least he made choices. I will give him that.
0: Well, oh, sure, sure, sure.
1: I mean, he was trying to do bring in a bunch of new interesting ideas and visuals. Um,
0: Can't deny that. Can't deny yeah, that.
1: As opposed to the the you know, newest three where it's rehashing a lot of the same ideas.
0: Yeah. True, 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 true.
1: Make for a better movie by and large, it's something that's more palatable, but it's not like it's these are you know wildly brand new reimaginings. And when they are, it's what the the Monte Carlo casino. You no know, Canto bite. Fuck that shit. Yeah, that's that could be the worst. <sighs> yeah. Um, um. All right, so then we what's your got? My two, and then you're number one, right? So Mike two is Lose Cafe from Back to the Future.
0: Oh, nice. That is not on this list. What a
1: great choice. All right. Well, oh, he says. Well, wow, that's interesting. Uh, Back to the Future is his favorite movie of all time. Oh find a way to pay uh, homage or homage by picking one of the versions of Hill Valley Cafe. I said I will lose from 1955 since it's the version we see the most as an audience along with my love of the 50s era ambience. Mm. Uh, okay. I, yeah, the first thing that pops into my head is when Michael J. Fox realizes that, you know, his dad and here comes Biff and his mm-hmm. scene type of thing. Yeah. Then they would do it again in the the future forward version type of right, thing. Right. Right. But yeah, the 50s era,
0: it's a, it's a good choice. We just finished we just watched this like as a, a Lindley's family had a um what do you call it, Netflix watch party before this thing and we all watched it the other night. I forget, you know, I don't love it as much as everybody else does. I enjoy the movie. I like the movie. Uh certainly I enjoy the movie, but I don't like revere the movie like other people do. Um, maybe cause I was at that age when, you know, like I was the same age as Michael J. Fox in that character. Yeah. When I saw It wasn't so, really made for you. Right. Right. It isn't, it isn't, but I enjoy it, you yeah. know, and, and it's sweet to go back and, you know, I'm a big Michael J. Fox fan. So it's always great to enjoy him. But when you watch it now, there is, it's a, it's the cheese ball factor is strong. You know, you, you built a time machine. <laughs> yeah. But I think you, you were thinking- you know, basically, like the only
1: age group that wasn't made for when it came out. You were yeah, the- so true. <laughs> well, because all the adults that are taking their kids, right. the fifties. Yeah, the <laughs> so they're in their early thirties when this comes out, and they've got kids and whatnot, and they're taking them. Right, older things back fondly because it's World, yeah. World War II, so this country's on a high. Yeah. So it's you as the indifferent teenager of like, why do I care about the fifties? And right,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't even like the third. I like. I- I don't know. Well, it's, not, it's not one of my favorite trilogies, I'll say. That. I think there's a lot of holes for me in that second film.
1: Yeah, the second one is just atrocious. It really is. It's bad. And the third one's fun. Yeah. Uh, but
0: it's not as magical as the first one.
1: Yeah. It's trying uh, to recapture, but it's not... You know, it's it's interesting they take it to the West and whatnot, but... Yeah. And yeah. Mary I, Steenburgen, but her storyline's okay. Yeah, I agree. It's okay. So, it's not great. Yeah. yeah. It's not like she did a bad job. It's just like, oh, okay. They're just trying to Retell the previous story and just add on new characters,
0: exactly. exactly. Like a TV show at that point, yeah, agreed. That's what it felt like. Not to bash anybody involved in it, all right. Um, his number one is your pun from earlier, which is Rick's Cafe American in Casablanca. Uh, what does uh, Bobby say?
1: Uh, Bobby says definitely has it all when it comes to a lively environment. The romantic atmosphere makes the cafe a great place. For one to take their partner yeah uh, plus, who doesn't love a little german occupation to set the mood <laughs> so true nazis give off a great vibe
0: uh, <laughs> that's great what are you
1: drinking yeah that uh, would be weird you're <laughs> technically not subjugated but right free so, you're under the thumb, but they haven't decided if they're going to make you part of their territory technically, or you're just going to be a fiat. <coughs> yeah. It's like, what's,
0: oh. I don't know. It's like wading into a, a pool, a, a lake full of alligators. And you're just like, oh, okay. Uh, you you know, know, are, are they, they going to bite me? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen here, but are I'm they, hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What's up, guy? What's up?
1: <laughs> Do I watch the, uh, <laughs> unused stunt clips from, I can't remember which James Bond it is, where Roger Moore's supposed to have run across the crocodiles. Oh. It's the stuntman that actually did it, and there's like five, four or five takes. Yeah. Instead of, you know, beyond the one that they actually used for it. Man, there's one where he falls flat out between numbers two and three. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He just stops, like, cold. <laughs> what else can we do, man? You just play it th- That's the whole, like, hey, guys, hey, hey. hey rocks hanging out in the water, right? Mm-hmm. Although they say go uh, underneath the water, they're more passive.
0: Right. Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> but still, it's shallow water that he's doing it in, so there is no underwater. Uh, yeah. I wonder if you like pee in your pants helps. You know what I mean? Like the ammonia makes him go, oh, this is oh.
0: You know, it's just kind Swim away from this side of the pool. Oh, yikes. Yikes, guy. No. Yikes. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, all right. <laughs> James writes – this is the first one that came to mind when I read what the topic was. This is a gin joint, uh, quote unquote, I always want to go and be a part of. I love how the first third of the movie is less about the plot, more about hanging out in the bar and introducing the array of characters that populated. Uh, Humphrey Bogart exudes cool in that white tux, and Ingrid Bergman is as glamorous as any classic Hollywood star. This is a prime example of the location feeling like a character. I agree, and also, uh, I think Harrison Ford wore the white tux in doom as an homage to bogart in casablanca i think that's Makes sense. why he did it but yeah I, I agree i think it's a i mean i'm not the biggest fan of casablanca i've had my arguments about this before in the past because i i think she's completely unreasonable uh what she asks of rick uh you know get over it i left you get over it it's like, you left me in the rain you didn't tell me what happened you broke my heart and you ran off with the, your your husband that you thought was dead like, I deserve something more than just some indiscriminate letter, and now you show up and you want me to help you, and you think I should get over this shit? Come on. Uh, but anyway, that's just my point of view on it. But a yes. am
1: I right? I mean, <laughs> the worst. Hey,
0: babe. Women be shopping. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, just a
1: great distillation of the worst of Def Jam. That's right it is it's the best death jam is great but when it's bad it's oh. so bad yeah, it's
0: horrific it's true it's true yeah. um but yeah i agree it's such a beautiful bar to enjoy and watch in that movie and all the, he's right all the different characters and then all the different like um uh switching of sides that occur throughout in that bar you know and, and then you got sam right in the middle of it playing his piano trying to stay out of all the gunfire and uh you know back and forth between people so yeah i agree um, all right. Oh, put this yeah. Let's get the type in this bad boy. The bongos, the bongos. <laughs> it looks like you have two nuts hanging off your neck. Look at that shot. I like that. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess Casablanca's first. Yeah,
1: because um, yeah, I don't think we have anything else. Because it's easier that way. Uh well, actually, well Casablanca was one four. What was Mose Eisley was higher. Oh Moss Eisley's two. Yeah, one two. Okay. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Moss Eisley then. I wrote down Mose Eisley for that one.
1: All right. We are gonna go back to we'll do the name of the restaurant. Okay. Um okay, and then we don't have anything else in common. Oh, no, Pizza Planet.
0: Oh, yeah, Pizza Planet. I have it at number seven. Yeah, we both have it at seven. I would say it goes lower, personally, then. Okay. Yeah, I agree. All right. What's your next highest? Um, uh, The third one, the Basement Tavern for Inglorious Bastards. All right. So I got
1: Lose Cafe at two. We'll go Lose Cafe there. We'll do Basement Tavern.
0: Bastards! You want to do Pizza Planet here? Sure. It deserves to be higher anyway. It's Toy Story for God's sake. Yeah, they both they both have it. Yeah. I, I got the Gold Room at five from Shining. Uh, I've got the Raven from Raiders of the Lost Ark at four. Um, okay. Then you can put the shining again. Raven in the gold room. Right. You yeah, got next. Uh, Then at number five, I have uh, the bamboo lounge from Goodfellas. Hendry. Okay. All right, where are we at? Uh, I've got my sixth, is my next highest. Me too. Uh, I've got Chloe Obi Wan from Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. What do you have? Um, I've got
1: 10 forward from Star Trek Generations. Yeah,
0: I feel like Club Obi-Wan, because you like Temple of Doom, I feel like that's the one that should go there. What do you think? Sure.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's a better representation of this, because he's Uh, saying, you know, it's mostly about the TV show, but they did do it here. Yeah.
0: Do you reject, do you accept Christ? Sure. Plus Club Uh, Forward is a terrible name. It's terrible. Man. Do you want to just go to his next one? We don't have to put it on the list. Remember, we can take stuff on uh,
1: Yeah, list. I know. I was I was thinking about the Ink and
0: Paint Club. Yeah, I like it. Put it on there. Yeah, I like Ink and Paint Club. Is that 10? Or is that... Uh, next it's time? 10. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let's do that. We never talk about Roger Rabbit. That's a great choice. Is that Give it to me. All right. Here we go. Uh, the top 10 fictional movie bars and restaurants. Yeah. Add number 10. The Ink and Paint Club from Roger Rabbit. At number nine, Club Obi-Wan. At number eight, the Bamboo Lounge. At number seven, the Gold Room. At number six, The Raven. At number five. Pizza Planet. At number four.
1: Uh, the Basement Tavern and Glorious Bastards.
0: At number three. Lou's Cafe, At number two. Rick's Cafe, And our number one fictional bar or restaurant in a movie is... most Eisley. Good stuff, good stuff. Great lists from James Leggett and uh, uh, Bobby Carney there. And, and uh, Nancy, uh,
1: excellent topic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Excellent topic. Yeah, loved it. Uh, it's
1: really unique, like... This is a good one. Uh, Maybe we steal it and do it ourselves in a year's time or something. Sure.
0: Sure. I like that idea.
1: Yeah, we've done it uh, occasionally from realists where we've Mm -hmm.
0: gotten an idea and been like, this is a gem. Thank you very much. We're going to steal this. And if we're going to go out with two final realists, this is a good one of the final ones to go out on. So it's nice and unique and interesting with some fun conversations uh, and uh, uh, good lists to come up with. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and thanks to everybody that supports us over there and helps us with these shows. Chris Alexakos for putting together all the different thinking lists you know, managing that. And you only have one more, sir, and you are uh, finished. And uh, you can go back to your regularly scheduled life. And to Joe Abar and Mike Shea that help us on the back end with all the technical stuff. And Kristen Smith and Matthew Hasso for your help uh, on uh, social media. Our thanks to all of you and everybody that supports us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. Uh, we thank you so much and look forward to the, the new show announcement on Tuesday. You get the full breakdown of what it is and, uh, you know, what we're offering. We're going to give a nice little prize at the end of that show as well. So tune in Tuesday to check that out. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost to check out my other podcast if you're so inclined. It's called Embrace the Hate. And hopefully sometime in the next week or two we have uh, new episodes coming up and we won't have a break again. It's just my, my partner had a baby. And uh, guess what? That takes precedent over a, a
0: damn podcast. So... Sure. Uh, that's it for me this week. All right, guys. So you can follow me at the Roca says right there on Twitter and on Instagram. If you're watching us uh, on camera, but if not, there it is at the Roca says. Come follow me there on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, that I have: uh, YouTube.com/slash John Roca says. Uh, it's my name and then S-A-Y-S. Go and get involved there. A lot of good stuff happening. Just interviewed Brian Cox. Dropped that interview for half an uh, half an hour interview. It's a lot of fun uh, there. And i uh, got a bunch of people coming up that I've interviewed as well. Going to talk about the Snyder Cut with Sean O'Connell, who is the uh, managing editor at Cinema Blend and is writing a book about the release of the Snyder Cut movement. So uh, it's going to be fun to sit down and talk with him. So a lot of stuff happening there. I'll get involved there. But also subscribe to our top 10 YouTube channel. We're trying to get up there so we get enough of subscribers, get enough of watch time, and then we can monetize that channel for Matt and I to make a little bit, of, little bit of dough on the side as well. So give us some love on that end. If you've been hesitating about it, you can see us there on camera, doing all these shows, uh, doing all these top 10 lists. So please go and subscribe as well there. All right. Uh, That's it. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Be safe and healthy. Any last words, Matt? Don't believe so. (laughs) Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you next time on The Realist. Realist. Realist.